When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Eve Cavanagh. And I'm Garose Farrell. And we are listening... No. <laughs> See, this is because he never lets me introduce it. <laughs> and you are listening to... You've done 105 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Where we said the exact same thing. I know. But you just had a brownie and I had a bloody oat cake. Right? That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I can only apologise, me. You said cookie when I was going out. You said I know. Okay, when did that then. become oat cake? <laughs> Hi, I'm Eve Gavinan. And I'm Garold Farley. And you're listening to Agony Rants. Newsreader vibes. I know. That's what we have this morning. I know. He's like Anchorman here. He's like... <laughs> Hate yeah, sounds like that, yeah. Hate <laughs> That's what you say in the car on the way home. He's an absolute anchor. <laughs> Complete and utter anchor. No, anchor is the show. <laughs> like the anchor he is. <gasps> How it's wonderful I, to see you. How are you? I'm, I'm okay. I, wish, I just wish my car would stop being so passive aggressive to me. <laughs> Neve, now I'm going to be honest with you. I feel... <laughs> I feel like you're throwing blame around left, right, and centre no. this morning. <laughs> I feel like I feel like we've got you on a bad day. No, everything's a problem. I'm in a good way, but the thing is, you know, I bought a new car last September, right? Yeah. So it's a year old, right? My car. It's a, with and me. it's a nice car. With me, oh, it's, wh- it's 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 like white. It is it's, it's white. Very nice. I'm not sure about white. No, I think it looks great, Neve. Yeah, because when you said a white car, I thought that's a bit footballer's wise. It is me. a small bit. But then when I saw it, it's gorgeous. No, it is a good car. And I have to say, it's a Skoda Octavia, and it has this huge boot. Right. I mean, you could put you could have two dead bodies in there and nobody'd ever know. Right. <laughs> put it this way. There's been PAs and everything in the back of that car. But I in a year. Right. I have doubled the mileage on it. Right. So I've okay. done about 28,000 miles on Neve it. Neve drives it like she stole it. I swear to God, I live in my car. But here's the thing. You know what? These new cars, they they keep telling you stuff like so. It, it, you know, and, and it's, it's driving me demented because actually, it's constantly reminding me at the moment that I need an oil service, right? And to be fair, it's only a couple of months since I had the oil service because okay. I ignored it for a few thousand miles the first time it told me. Right? Yeah. <laughs> because obviously, I I drive it more than most people, so I do have to get a change more often and get a service. But it's every time I get in the car, it's the first thing it tells me. It tells me several times during my journey and then it tells me as I'm getting out, it gives me a boom and it says, service this car. Yeah. And it's not even about the oil. Now, you can understand the oil. The oil is an important thing, Right. It tells me I, my window washer fluid isn't good. It tells me. And then it bullies me the whole time I'm driving. It's like, it's like, it reminds me of my mum when I was young, like, you know, telling me to clean my room. It's like, I feel guilty every time I get in the car and go, oh, I must do that. I'm the same. Like, I, my car does something similar. And I, I'm used to, dr- like, the car that I had previously was like a 2008 Mini, right? Mm-hmm. So it just didn't, you know, like, you get like an engine management, like, which is basically you're like, lucky. you know. <laughs> Usually before it dies. Your engine is 30 feet behind you. You might want to stop. (laughs) Yeah, but you used to be able to do something about it because you you could physically get in at it. But this is like, I get into it now. It's like, bing, low flu, 
bang, tire pressure, bang. And you're like, <laughs> well, it seems like a lot in one sentence. <laughs> and also, like, <laughs> I was giving my friend John a lift there and I have, it's got these things. It's like park assist so that like it it beeps if no. you're, you know, like if you're, you're reverse, it's like, beep, no, beep, 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 no, right? I get it. Yeah. And it's also, it's got this thing that I have turned on because I, I'm still not used to the width of it. Oh, I know that. And killer. It's, it's got like a thing that if you veer over the line, it'll beep. <laughs> yeah, my friend had that on her car. She and was raging. If you haven't like, got the indicator, it, like it beeps. But yeah. then the other thing it does is if, if something, if you are going quickly and there's something in front of you, it, it goes beep, beep. It's like this collision <laughs> warning. So I, I I picked him up at his house and we were driving down to Nace to go for a cup of coffee. And like the roads are kind of narrow there. And he was like, Jesus Christ, your car's like a high dependency unit. Like what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> like just assume you have any sort of skills when you're driving it. Like, I know, I know. It's so funny because my friend has that thing where if you went over the line, it beeped, right? You know, so it goes yeah. the first time. But the, the funny part about that was she was raging and I was driving her home one day and I didn't make a beep once and she was raging. <laughs> Because <laughs> she thinks I'm, a, she's a better driver than me. Yeah, well, it, yeah. I, I, now, to be fair, I do veer towards the middle of the road. Yeah, I just do. Not in life, though. <laughs> just, no. just when you're driving. Me, if I pick a side and I stick to it. In life. <laughs> it it told me that I was, you know, in a thousand miles, you're going to need. An oil change. Like, yeah, a thousand miles is a long time. Yeah, you don't think about that. No. Except I did it in a week. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> You know, so. It, my, my boyfriend, he services his car the whole time. He does it himself. Yeah, so he orders all the stuff on Mick's garage. Oh yeah. And then he, it, it all arrives and then he drives down to his his um his brother's garage and he just does it all. Oh. I know it's very sexy, Neve. I was gonna say very that's sexy. very butch. My he husband gets like, the I'm, overalls I'm just, on. I'm just down doing an oil change and I'm like, you drive back very quickly now. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a still an oily musk on you. No. <laughs> I know, there's something about them doing, you know, manly jobs, isn't it? Like, oh, yeah, it's very sexy. I know. Very sexy. I don't think he feels the same when I'm making him a shepherd's pie. Yeah. <laughs> or so, cleaning the toilet. It doesn't so, seem to have the same... Sometimes way. I just want to take a hammer to the sister and so... <laughs> Can you fix that? Just to put the spice back in the cake. <laughs> <laughs> We're so similar in some ways. <laughs> Every so often we find we meet each other on a new level. And we do. Yeah. It's amazing. Even after all this time, my goodness. So yeah, my passive aggressive car. If I think I would fix that, I'd be happy. I mean, you know, it's. I just, I just. To be fair, if I got my oil change, it would stop. <laughs> I know, but see, the thing about it is, it's like you need an oil change in a thousand miles. But it's like, come on, a thousand miles could be six months away. Yeah, not I'm not for listening me. to this being for like. I know it is a bit much now. And it tells you constantly, like every now and then you're just driving along and it's fine. And then suddenly you hit this flash happens. And I, it's like, I, pull, I pulled into the hard shoulder there. Really? Because I had to change a sentence there a couple of weeks ago. I pulled into the hard shoulder because it told me that my eco score was low. No. And I was just like, now, hang on a second. As if you <laughs> don't have enough guilt. a diesel car. Of course my eco score is low. <laughs> now I'm belching out diesel fumes all across the country. <laughs> I, of course my eco score is low. That's like whether I accelerate quite too quickly or not is not going to change that. Anyway, but how's your week going? It's grand. I did a clear out, Neve. <gasps> did you? Clear out, yeah. So it's, funny because I've been doing started. that too. Come on. I, well, it started now, Neve. It started. Okay. What I did was I have a black sack. Like my, what I do with a clear out is <laughs> Sorry. I, I hang a black sack okay. on the press in the hall All right, on that okay. door. There's a black sack hanging on the door and we uh, start to dump things in. Okay. Because here's the thing that happens with me, right? That's because right. I live right beside a charity shop, 
people keep giving me things. Like, oh, could you drop that into the sherry shop? Or, you know, mm. or I'm like, or if I'm in a mate's house and they're clearing out and it's like, I'll go to the sherry shop. And I was like, I'll take it. And then I just throw it in my press. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm a satellite hub for you're, Oxfam. <laughs> you're like even you can drop it. You can drop it off. <laughs> you can drop it off in Oxfam or you can just drop it into me. <laughs> Gross. If I had known that, I have about 4,000 books there I can give you. Oh, no problem. <laughs> We we did a couple of there's been a couple of house clearances over the last while and so we've got from old aunties there's a lot of old auntie stuff coming our okay, way yeah, yeah. and obviously there's a bit of emotional situation going on there so they just live there till the you the emotion dies <laughs> yeah that <laughs> then, goes very quickly yeah very quickly when you're falling over yeah. them That's yeah, when you're, when you're real- <laughs> or if you have to clean them <laughs> yeah when you realise you've got a load of dusty ugly ornaments you're like it's you know like, what maybe yeah, I don't need this <laughs> you know, maybe the memorial card is enough. <laughs> I'll remember them fondly. I have discovered that we have man drawers all over the house. Yeah. There's no one man drawer. I know. So um, tell them? I'm really chuffed. I'm doing it section by section. I'm really doing very well. Very impressed. But I came across a load of stationery. You know, and, and do you know. My weakness, Neve. We love a bit of stationery. I love a bit of stationery. Do you know what I bought this week? What no, you, you finish. You finish. No, I'll it, tell you what I bought. You know, you know, notebooks and all that. That's fine. Notebooks will never be thrown out. Even the, yeah. even the ends of notebooks I keep, right? Because I can't cope myself. Yeah. Right? Because I love a notebook, right? But here's the thing. Stationery. And clearly when the kids were in primary school, I stocked up on a lot of stationery. Yeah. <laughs> there were Pokemon sets and everything in them. Like, you know, little. Yeah. Pencil and rubber ones. Yeah. And look forward to, I have a sister. And. You know the geometry sets in the tin box? Yeah. Right. I had about six of them. <laughs> Two completely unused. Some of them, you know, minus the one thing that they were missing. The protractor. <laughs> the protractor is always the one that's missing. The protractor is always missing. So I, luckily I have a teacher. I have a, I had a, like a shoe box, like a Nike box <laughs> full of stationery. I met her for my weekly walk and I said, here you go there, teacher. I actually, I'll tell you what I have. I... But this is how addicted I am to stationery. Oh, I love right? stationery. Love it. Whenever I see a bit of kit, like head stuff has a laminator, right? <gasps> Did you want one? I want a laminator. <laughs> I bought during the week, I was in Lidl. Okay. And I bought... Were you in the middle aisle? Laminated. <laughs> the, it's the middle aisle. <laughs> the middle the aisle. stationery in the middle aisle is absolutely <laughs> banging. It they is. had no laminators. They had no laminators. I thought they did, but they didn't. Oh, no. But what they had was they had the pouches for laminators. So I came away like... With uh, the pouches but you don't yeah, have a laminator. I don't have a laminator. Okay. And what happened was I... We were shopping the way we shop which is my boyfriend goes in with a list of all the food we need and I go to the middle island and buy a speedboat. That's the way our trips to So he go. saves some money Yeah, and, and then spend you spend it. it. Yeah. Okay. So okay. he's in buying fruit and veg and I'm over going do we need a chainsaw? <laughs> we don't not need a chainsaw. <laughs> In apartment living, there's a lot of use for chainsaw. Exactly. So <laughs> it's very I, hard to get rid of the body. <laughs> I was knackered. <laughs> okay. Because I'd been get, I dro- I can't remember. I'd driven back from wherever I was the okay. night before, and we'd gone to Little, and uh, I was doing a little bit of shopping. Oh. So I was in the middle aisle. He was getting all the stuff we needed for the week. So I bought a stamp. You know, like a stamp, like a date stamp. Okay. But this is a stamp that you you get a tweezers. And then you get this little thing with loads of like the rubber alphabet and you can put whatever you want on the stamp. I thought, nothing has ever been more essential to my life than this piece of equipment. (laughs) I bought it straight away. It took two full hours to put my name and address on that stamp. (laughs) Two full hours under like a jewellery light practically (laughs) with a tweezers putting this thing together. But I've never been prouder of anything. I stamped my name and address on absolutely everything I own, which, you know, given, you know, Identity theft, GDPR, 
It's okay. actually not ideal. So now everything has to go in the shredder. Anyway, yeah, I know. So I, I have a stamp. I also bought those laminate pouches, right? Okay. But halfway through the shop and I did what I normally do, I was like, oh, I'm a bit bored now. I'm going to go out to the car. You finish this, will you? And he was like, yeah, 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 Grant. So I get, I put my, just put my stuff into the basket. <laughs> <laughs> and then he texted me I from said, the, the, the checkout queue and says, are you buying laminating pouches? And I was like, yeah. Uh, and he was like, but do we have a laminator? I was like, no. That's absolutely not the point. They're on sale. <laughs> there, I will have a laminated. That is exactly. For the At some point, I will, future. and I'll be glad I saved two euro on these. <laughs> what are you laminating? I, you see, this is my problem. What is I it? I would love a laminator. Why? I think it would be absolutely brilliant, but I have no idea what I'd laminate. And every time I go on Amazon, I know, I know what you'd be laminating. I was in anything. I, yeah, but, but I was in little, and I was like, they've no laminators. I'll go on Amazon. So I was having a look on Amazon. I was like, will yeah, I buy a laminator? And there was one for 28 euro. And then I was like, Booker, I was, what are you going to laminate? No, you don't. You don't need to laminate. And, and anyway, you can always ask the lads in here to laminate for you if you got your own pouches. It's not the same. But you don't have your own pouches. Did he not let you buy no, them? No, I, I bought them, yeah. Oh, well, then you have your own pouches. They'll let you laminate. Oh, he knew better. Oh. It's like, don't you take something out of my basket. <laughs> I mean, you the know, deal breaker. even with my stationery clear out, right? And I sorted them all beautifully and I even had, you know, elastic bands around the, all the pencils and all that. Sort of, so I have all the them all grouped together beautifully in the one place. You know, this is what they say yeah, to do. Yeah. But actually, you know, I'm looking at it. I'm thinking the only thing I really use on a regular basis are pens. Yeah. If you are listening to the podcast and you have a laminator. Oh, my God. Can get in touch immediately. And tell us what you laminate. DM and tell us what you laminate. Yeah. I mean, I'm on board. I'm absolutely on board. All I need is, is like, literally give me two suggestions. I'll buy a laminator. I just, I want one. <laughs> Do you know what I Maybe I should just, it's my birthday. My birthday's coming up. I'm yeah. going to buy myself a oh laminator. Oh my God, that's so that's in the post. That's a gift to myself. So in the post, my God. <sighs> yeah, so I'm that's been my way. It's funny, actually, I did my man drawers. Now I have three empty drawers in my front room. Nice. I wish this podcast would end so we could go and order a laminator. <laughs> That's all I can think of. <laughs> Attention, Agnorance listeners, I am on tour. I am Still. on tour. Glamour Hammer is running until March. Wow. Um, I'm having a great time. I started back in September and uh, I actually really, I didn't realise how much I missed it. I will be at the Everyman in Cork on the 20th of October. Oh, so nice. Yeah, it's a nice place. And then I will be, uh, let me see, then I'm in Nace on the 2nd oh, at the Moat Theatre. the most great theatre, yeah. Then I am in Sligo at the Hawkswell on the 3rd. Nice. Castle Bar, the TF Royal on the 4th. And then the INEC in Killarney on the 5th. I don't know who planned that. That's but right. That is four days of absolute hell. <laughs> so you're really enjoying being back <laughs> <laughs> Who planned that? Do you have a chauffeur? Nate, Do you have a chauffeur? Sligo, Castlebar and Killarney. Nice. In four days? Castlebar. Oh, that's not bad. Oh, the arse is going to be numb. <laughs> the only hard journey really is from Castlebar to Killarney. To Killarney. That's, that's yeah. going to be a nightmare. I've done it. It's fine. Anyway, uh, I'd love you to be there. <laughs> particularly, particularly at Killarney, what I'm sure I'll be in great form. <laughs> Killarney promises to be um, <laughs> very exciting. Also, in the new year, uh, I, I'll be doing more UK dates. So I'm doing a uh, Museum of Comedy in London on the 20th of January. Wow. Then I'm in the Attic of in Southampton, I think on the 25th of January. In the Attic? That's, the that's attic a, a bit ominous. 
I'd be a bit worried Pick for them. <laughs> um, I'll have another Vicar Street on the 9th of February and then we'll be plugging in dates. I know there's the Mullingar Arts Centre, there's Longford, there's Care. Wow. A few more. And then there's um, the, the Alley in Straban. Anyway, they should be all on sale by the time this comes out. Yeah, brilliant. Um, but yeah, anyway, come along. We'd love to see you. And also, if you want to say hello after the show, just have somebody get me. Mm. I don't do what Neve does. Neve walks out and anyone that wants a selfie can come up. I, you know, I, unless, unless I'm requested, I go out the back door. I don't always do that. <laughs> Neve, you do. You're very kind to your fans. Well, sometimes I, you see, because like the diva that I am, I just swan yeah, in five just, minutes before the gig and I park just, just outside the door. <laughs> and so I have to go out the front to get back to my car. That's what happens. Neve pulls up out front across three disabled spaces. <laughs> I'm an artist. <laughs> Tragically true. Um, <laughs> Girlfairly.com if you want to get tickets or you can go through the links in my Insta bio. Gerard. Neve. You know the way that we're up for the best comedy podcast in the Irish I podcast. I do, Neve. Do you know the way I we are? I do. Now, let's be honest, we probably won't win that. No, we're probably we're probably not going to win. And I'm, I mean, going, should... I'm going to really struggle to control myself. I know. I know. And, and let's be honest, you know, we are winners in our own heads. In our hearts. You're a winner. Yeah, okay. You're a winner. Many times. Many. Anyway, but uh, actually, we have an opportunity to win another award in it. We do. And it's in the hands of our lovely listeners. The Listener's Choice Award at the Irish Podcast Awards. And you can vote for us. Yes, before October 19th. So for God's sake. Do it quickly. Quick. Get all your friends to do it. Get all of your... Dogs, you know, cats, whatever. Dogs, cats, Friends with million alt accounts because they harass people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Get them all to vote for us on irishpodcastawards.com. Create false accounts. Cre- absolutely. Anything you want. The other thing that you have to do, it's very important if you're voting for us, is when you vote for us, you get sent an email confirmation. Yeah, you have to. And you have to click on a link in that email yeah. for yeah. your vote to be counted. Yeah. That's very important. Neve. God. We've an announcement. I know when when we have an announcement, your voice gets really low. I just think I, it draws the listener in. No, but it this draws, is like this is such good. an exciting one. It's good. We have merch. We have merch. Our oh merch. God. It's now buyable. I'm very excited. We have mugs. Agony Rants mugs. Of course. Who we, wouldn't want one of them? Of course. I we, mean, and we can never have enough mugs. We have Agony Rants totes. We do totes. I mean, that's bags for most of us. Like, <laughs> yeah, Neve calls them bags. I call them totes. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what being gay means. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> I, <laughs> there's a Garo bag and a Neve bag. There is. Mine is uh, never use a trampoline on a balcony. Yes, and mine is never underestimate. The power of a well-placed leader. I know. See, he's he has been listening. And <laughs> I'm never that sure. The other thing we have is we have a do not disturb sign. Oh, I love it. I absolutely yeah, love Yeah, which it. I have to say it's my favourite piece of merch. Yeah. We're not sure what we're doing with that now at the moment yet. Okay. Yeah, it may be available. It may just be available to our subscribers. Could be. Who knows? Could be. We're not sure. And if you are a member of Headstuff Plus, you get a 10% discount. Oh, you do. Um, and if you are a subscriber to Headstuff Plus, you get a little present if you subscribe in October. Yes. A little present in the post. Just a little something, something. A little something, something. Mm, so, agonyrounds.com is where you'll find all of the links that you need. Yes. Please come see us. Listener. Friend of the show, Naomi Coleman. Oh, we love her so much. We have Naomi Coleman news. Naomi has a new album. It's called The Edges and it's available to download or stream from the 20th of October. And is Love Will Tear Us Apart on it? Love Will Tear Us Apart is on it. So good. And Lost Our Way 
Is that oh, it? Oh, love it. She has a duet with Gemma Hayes called Gave It All Away. Wow. It's a great album. I've heard it. I heard it in her kitchen. Brilliant. It's brilliant. Brilliant. And we love her. I might try and get her in for like a little... A little... Chat. Little little chat with a problem. A chatting. Um, she was brilliant the last time. She was brilliant. She's yeah. fab. Her music is amazing. Yeah. You can stream or download on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you do your listening. I know she's um, beautiful. We adore her. Yeah, we do. We are pausing for a moment to remind you that Agony Rants is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network. Yes, it is. We are the jewel in the crown. We're the jewel in the crown, Neve. I know whether it's, they like it or not. I've made it very clear to them. <laughs> I mean, we think we're the jewel in the crown. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. This is very much a one-way decision. Um, if you would like to subscribe to Head Stuff Plus, mm. we would love it because that means we would get paid yeah, for the episodes. Nice. Nice. And there is a great deal. It's better than us being on Patreon. We have a much better deal with Head Stuff Plus. Mm. So if you subscribe, more of your money goes to us than it would on any other platform. Very true. And we do appreciate the people who are already subscribed. Yes, we love our subscribers. So much so. What do you what do you get if you if you're a subscriber? If you're a subscriber, you get bonus episodes from all of the shows in the Head Stuff Network, including us. Vintage Rants. Vintage Rants. Very good. Tell them what Vintage Rants is. Vintage Rants basically is a programme where Grode and I read an old programme. So it could be from the Jackie magazine from like 50 years ago. Old problems. And what we do is we read out the problem, then we give our reaction. And because the people who wrote in are not, probably still not alive. Dead. Yeah, we could, we have free reign. There's no worrying about (laughs) any sort of legal situation. There's no legal issues. And then we talk about uh, how Claire and Cathy answered it. So it was really funny. Or Cathy and Claire. Cathy and Claire or Abby. Or Mariella Frostrop. Whoever. Whoever we find. (laughs) And it's out every second Thursday. Every second Thursday. Plus, you get ad free. The other thing that we're doing for our Headstuff Plus subscribers. What are we doing? Is because we realise Vintage Rants has just started and there have been people that have been supporting for for quite some time. Mm -hmm. So, now we know we did have bonus episodes, but there was nothing of any new significance. Yeah, yeah. So these are people that have been supporting us for a long time. So if you've been a Headstuff Plus supporter, we're doing something for you. We're going to send you something, but you we're have to, to send unfortunately you have to send us an address to yes, send it to. But when you <laughs> signed up, you didn't give an address. So yeah. um, what we're going to do is we're going to uh, email you a form just to put your address on. It is optional. And we're going to send you a gift, a yeah, present. Just a wee gift. A little something. A little something. Um, so yeah, so that's something to look forward to. And yeah. if you subscribe to uh, Headstuff Plus in the month of October... Mm-hmm. We will also send you this. We will also, because we'll be sending them at the end of October. Yeah. If you would like to order merch and you're a member of Headstuff Plus, there is a discount code in yeah. your My Benefits page, page right. on Headstuff That's very true. Podcasts. And, and you will want all of our merch. You'll get a 10% discount. Yeah, all of our The merch is good, Neve. I know. It's the so merch far is away. good. Another show on the Headstuff Podcast Network that we absolutely adore is Sissy That Pod. And oh that's my gosh. The program, that's the podcast we are promoting this week. Yes. Yeah, it's a great show. They cover all episodes in every franchise of Drag Race and the episodes of Sissy That Pod are online mm-hmm. within 24 hours of that episode That's airing. That's pretty amazing. It's now. pretty impressive. I mean, it's yeah. even more professional than us. Like. But anyway, judge for yourself. Sissy That Pod is a reaction podcast to all things RuPaul's Drag Race. You may have seen the memes or you may have seen the queens, but if you watch the show, then you're going to want to listen to Sissy That Pod. Every week after the TV show airs, we have a new episode with a new guest analysing, speculating and dissecting the show. Who's going to win Snatch Game? Will there be a lip sync Lollapurooza? Who's going to be crowned Miss Congeniality? These are all big questions in our world. 
I'm currently covering Drag Race season 15 with our extra special guest host, comedian and actress Erin McGathy. So, in the words of Shania Twain, come on over and come on in to the world of Sissy That Pod, wherever you get your podcasts or on Headstuff Plus. Neve, we have a follow-up. Oh, I love a follow-up. Who's yeah. this now this week? This one is... Oh, this is from Dean. Aww. Dean. Dean. Remember Dean a couple yeah, of weeks ago? This mommy. was... Um, if we if, if the if you haven't listened to this episode yet, uh, Dean's father passed away, sadly. Yeah. Uh, and Dean, uh, his mother and Dean were obviously very upset. And they were and just they were having, great friends. They were, and they're great yeah, friends. Yeah, and yeah. they were having a conversation one night uh-huh. uh, where Dean did a very kind, lovely thing and suggested that his, you know, it ain't over. To oh, his mother, you yeah. know, there's a second yeah, yeah. act. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I guess it just didn't go well for him. They they had a they fell out. Um, and Dean was very upset. I remember. And it was a very sad story. Um, but we have a follow-up, Neve. Do you want oh, to read follow-up? Oh, yeah, oh gosh, I'm very excited. It's a lovely follow-up. I'm excited. Okay. Dear Neve and Garot, just writing to update you on my problem. I just want to thank you for your absolutely stellar advice. Now that's that's why you like this one, I think. You are both so lovely and kind. And when I listened to you, I burst into tears. We made him cry. You really cleared it up in my head. I was beginning to feel like I had done the wrong thing in suggesting my mother date whenever she is ready. When I wrote to you, I really felt the rift between us and was starting to grow. And I was so worried we wouldn't be able to repair it. I did what you suggested, Grode. Thank you. Wow. And that same day, I called over to my mother and I just apologised. Oh, my God. As a mummy, that just makes me well up. (laughs) 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 Honestly, you've no idea how much I'd like my children to apologise. I mean, they don't have to have done anything. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, just once. (laughs) More importantly, just come and talk to me. (laughs) Be nice. Uh, she seemed surprised that I was apologising and then she apologised for the way she had spoken to me. So, so it was kind of a misunderstanding on both sides. Probably didn't even know why. Um, we both ended up being very emotional. Oh my gosh, we made them both cry. Um, I then told her about writing to you guys on the podcast and she seemed absolutely horrified. <laughs> fair. That's fair. That's fair. She That's was, absolutely yeah, fair. fair. Yeah. <laughs> but when I played it for her, she was thrilled that I had asked for you or asked you for advice and also, she said she hopes that Garod doesn't get to pick her home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that was my, yeah. I was like, look, Dean, it's all to play for here for this woman. <laughs> so grateful for your advice and glad I asked for it. Slept properly for the first time in months. Thank you so much, Dean. Ah, that's so that's lovely. That's really, uh, really nice. Now, that's the kind of follow up we love, yeah. isn't it? That and, you know, I burned down his buildings. We like those ones as well. Yeah, I do. I always like <laughs> I love a bit of vengeance, but I do like I do like when we heal a rift, Neve. No, it is a nice thing. It's nice. We're like the UN. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you always live in fear that when you're solving people's problems, well, not solving, but when you're commenting on people's problems, that you might affect them in an adverse way. You don't want that now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, but I don't think they they don't write follow ups. They no. write legal letters. <laughs> no. Do we ever? Do you keep them from me as well? Yeah, you're shielded. <laughs> shielded needs shielding. <laughs> Uh, we're so happy, Dean. We're really glad yeah, that no. worked out. Um, I'm, I'm absolutely delighted for you. Yeah, I guess, you know, the only way is up. Anyway, I'm delighted, Dean. As a mummy, it just makes me fill up. It does. <laughs> I do. I can't help it. She's emoting here beside I me. I am very emotional. Neve, we have a problem. Right, tell me. Tell okay. me what your problem is, girl. <laughs> D. 
Dear Neve and Garoad. Okay. I am such a fan of you both individually and together. You are dynamite. I love that. I enjoyed your show so much. Oh, sorry. Yes. Oh, I enjoyed past tense. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't sound like a show at all. <laughs> which, which, is exa- which is exactly what they say on Head Stuff. <laughs> Yeah, we sometimes get that. That didn't sound like a show at all. <laughs> it's all about context, isn't it? Or the tone. It's very hard to get the tone from text. Are we are we slightly unprofessional? Yes, we are. Do we lack preparation? Yes, we do. However, we're However, endearing. The, the li- it, it's this ramshackle approach that has endeared the listener to us. I'm a gay man in my late 30s, of course you are. Our demographic. I am settled with my partner and we both have a family. Have, beg your pardon and we both have family that is very supportive nice I am from a big family and my sister recently told us that one of her children is non-binary or possibly trans as a family we were all obviously supportive but behind my sister's back there has been a lot of backbiting and eye rolling I have witnessed this and I'm furious partly for my sister and niece but also I can't help but feel that the support that I was given when I came out is somehow tainted because I am sure that this backbiting was going on then too I'm very annoyed at them, but I don't know how to articulate it. I'd love to know your thoughts. I don't want to show down with my family, but I do feel I need to say something. What do you think? Owen. Well, Owen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I have, I, I'm with you. No showdown is required. And I don't think you can look back and say whether they did or didn't. Uh, judgment this is quite difficult because everybody deals with yeah. things in a different way, right? And the truth is, it's an adjustment. Yes. And it's an adjustment that they don't necessarily know that they have to. And and some people really, really struggle if anything isn't exactly where they're used to yeah. it being, right? Or what it is, if it's outside their space. So it doesn't make them bad people, but, you know, and but, you know, it is very difficult for you to look at that and not judge your experience of coming out, even though it felt like positive experience at the time. Yeah. But the reality is it is an adjustment, right? Non-binary yeah, trans, change. whatever, whatever change, even when I said I was moving up the north, that was a big adjustment. My, my mother took some, <laughs> my mother took some my bed for three days because I went, I moved in with a divorced Protestant. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> shame to the family. She brought shame to the family. Shame. Shame, shame, shame. shame. You know, but adjustment is difficult, right? You know, it is yeah. difficult. So you have to allow that space. But you also don't have to allow that kind of conversation. So instead of being, com- you know, confrontational about it, I would be, you know, diverting the conversation into something more positive yeah. or just say, I don't really like that kind of talk. Can we just look yeah. at it a different way? I mean, it, gently. I think people yeah, always yeah. feel they have to be combative about it. Combative? But, you know, I yeah. don't think you need to be. I think you need to be thinking about how you're going to respond. to it. I think it's great that you're thinking about it because you will need to respond to it. I think if you start with anger, you're only fueling it. Yeah. I think you just take the sting out and say, listen, you know, this is who she is, who she wants to be. You know, there's, there's an acceptance in that. Some people will accept it. Some people won't. They may or may not have accepted um, whether, you, you know, you're gay or not. It doesn't really matter. They love you. So they try and make space for it, but they don't always understand it. Exactly. And so lack of understanding sometimes allows them space to be a bit ignorant about it. And that's a bit of a shame. Yeah. And I think I think what needs to happen here, though, as well, Owen, is that this is the circle of life, life and evolution. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And particularly evolution in your family. If you came out, let's be honest, if someone comes out in a family 
the rest of the family talk about it behind your back. Whether it's positive or whether it's negative, the Listen, conversations happen. If, if you change your sofa, they talk about it exactly. behind your back. I mean, you know, this, thing, so, it, it, this is just another thing. Yeah, but, yeah. let's not pretend that other that conversations that happen. happen. Like, yeah. let's just, you know, <laughs> let's all be adult about this. Yeah. yeah. Like, the person that isn't at the table in a big family is the Always person that everyone's about. talking about. Yeah, without That's, a doubt. The, the thing that you have to do is your family have already had somebody come out. Mm-hmm. So you it's you are now responsible for the evolution of your family with regard to this issue because you're now at the table and going, no, 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 we're not doing this. Yeah. And and actually, you don't have to be confrontational in it. And no. I think that's really good. The great thing is you come from a more positive space and say, listen, lads, is this how you talked about me? You yeah. know, but try not to be angry. I mean, yeah. anger, and I understand your anger because, you yeah. know, it's not just on behalf of you, but also your niece and, uh, you know, and your sister who is trying to do a, a very supportive thing and create a, a safe environment for your, your niece. Yeah. I think there is this feeling among mm. people who are not part of the LGBTQ world yes, or people that are just on the fringes of this stuff or just, you know, they, they've no exposure to it that are kind of like, oh, what's going on? All these people are taking over. It's yeah. like, no. If you need to explain that to these people, what you need to say is that all of this stuff is based on feelings. And feel, there's a limited number of feelings and we've had them since the dawn of man. Yes, exactly. Right? So if a child is confused or a child is feels they're in the wrong body or if a fi- child feels that they're gay or whatever it is, what we have now are words like, that's what's evolved. That's what's evolved. Like, the people, like, like, there isn't more people now. No, no, you're right. There isn't, you know. <laughs> it's just. We just have names for the confusion that children feel at various points in their lives. importantly, it's not hidden behind a door. And, and nor should they exactly. be embarrassed about the, it. Or so, but, you know, so. like, the reasons that we have those names are so teachers and parents can go, my child feels they may be non-binary at this moment. Yeah. And they go, oh, well, then we know how to deal with that. We know how to support them, as opposed to going, Oh. He's a bit confused. Nobody knows. Yeah, and know. then the child just sits on their own and and is confused and, and unhappy. And gets no support. You know, we also must take on board that some people will never adjust to it because that's just the way they're yeah. wired. And you know, and and they don't mean any badness by it necessarily. But you shouldn't accept it without a doubt. You should not sit there and let anybody yeah. diss it. But at the same time fighting people like that people, not people like that but if, if people decide that they're not going to budge from an opinion no matter what it is there's no point in fighting it you won't change it no just but your behaviour may change how they react to it what you can make it clear is like you, you believe whatever you want to believe but I'm happy I'm not sitting here and listening to it no exactly right you, you don't yeah. have to sit there and listen but you don't have to fight it and I think you're right confrontation won't won't win this war no in that sense it, it, and that's not the right word for it but you know what I mean it won't achieve anything in this group uh, no you, because people will always feel the way they want to feel but you can just make it clear that yeah I, I, I think that particularly when, within families mm. I think what people do is they go well I mean obviously what we all believe is and then this is a bit and it's all you know and, and and they expect like the buy-in of everyone because they were a family and we're all just being very reasonable and yeah, and, and that's it's like no 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 you've actually crossed the line here I mean and, and some yeah. people don't have the skills for it though I think it's, it's a bit difficult well, people are thick <laughs> some people are willfully ignorant they are willfully no, ignorant and like I think it's like I do think it's important that we have that you're able to say Oh, this this is what this kid has gone through at this time, and I, and, yeah. I, and I think calling it something doesn't mean, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't mean it. it's forever. It doesn't change anything. It's just like, well, this is what this is. So this is the support. This, this kid is how needs. we how we yeah. deal with that. And you know, I mean, and I think you know, 
how many times in life do you go through different changes when you're trying to test out and oh feel how God. you are? Like, I was only thinking about this. I'd say when I was a kid, I was non-binary oh, for a I while. Oh, I would say. I was, like, I was reared with girls. Yeah. So I was very, and I fancy boys, but I was a boy. So I, I did go through a phase of going, like, what? I don't understand all this gender. I don't, like, Yeah. you feel very confused. Yeah. But then you realise that you're a man okay. that just likes Nikki. Okay. <laughs> You know, sometimes when they describe our podcast, they write clean underneath. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like, I, I definitely, I think that there is. No, I get it. I like, get it. Rather than saying to a kid, you keep all your confusion in your little head. No, no, that's so wrong. <laughs> that's so, that's, t- I mean, especially for young boys. Oh, when I think of my male straight friends, I don't actually know a male straight friend that conforms to what the idea of a Male straight friend. Male straight man is supposed to be. No, I know. Because we're all very different and, and how we approach things and who we are yeah, yeah, yeah. in any given moment is different. The reality is when you make decisions at any stage in your life, in, in your personalities or in your wants or your who you are as a person or emotionally or whatever, you will come across people who won't be able to understand it. And the other side of this as well is that there is a genera- whole generation of people that grew up when it was like this and they yeah. now feel that because we're talking about it there's more of it there isn't no it was exactly there the isn't. same just, and, and like pardon us if we don't look to that generation like the generation who like threw their kids and mothers and babies home and like yeah. sold kids to America and no, I know, let I know. them be abused by priests like sorry if we don't look to that generation yeah. for as beacons of child protection <laughs> validation thank you very much <laughs> no yeah, but, but it's not now to be fair that is not just that generation. No, it went back years. No, but what I'm saying is that attitude. Oh no, there's thick people. There, no, there's right, thick okay, people that, of all ages. <laughs> no, that <I> mean, attitude. It's <laughs> not just that generation. There are morons at every age, Nathan. Yeah, you're right. We're, we'll not restrict the moronic <laughs> behaviour to one generation, okay? It's a bit unfair because there's quite a lot of fantastic people in that too. There, of course there is. Yeah, now, of course no, there is. You, what you were doing is you are being the uncle that has been through this sure. before and it is our job it is our job because I, I'm the same age mm-hmm. as you I'm, it is our job to help uh, the next generation to help the next generation through this mm-hmm. and the, the the sad reality of it is that the statistics of like self-harm suicide among yeah, LGBTQ huge. kids huge and teenagers is massive it's the biggest killer of men under 50 I know and so it is heartbreaking it is heartbreaking it is heartbreaking, heartbreaking. but and it's great that you know your responsibility in this on. And I'm not saying, like, to be clear, to reiterate what Neve said, the calm, rational one in the group, it isn't a row. No, it's not a row. It's a conversation with clear boundaries. Just not wanting to engage in it. I think, yeah. but not allowing it to happen around you and be very clear why that is. You know, but uh, the problem with confrontation is it immediately provokes. That's yeah. to their face. Yeah. You can throw petrol I mean, all over their cars if you want. Absolutely. <laughs> Lose your bap in the safe space. That's, you know, find a safe yeah. space for the losing of the bap. And I do think as well that is important that you do lose the bap. Yeah. And actually... With your with your boyfriend, go into your boyfriend and yeah. give out yards about them because it's better that you do that in a controlled environment. Without a doubt. Own. So that uh, you can be reasonable where you need to be. And I will say this, you are valid in feeling that way. Yeah. What a great gunkle. He's a great uncle. Well done, Mom. Is it a gunkle? Yeah, gay uncle. Oh, is that a thing? Gunkle, yeah. You know, I call myself a grantee because I actually, my <laughs> nieces and nephews are starting to have children. <laughs> and now I'm a grantee. You're a grantee. Yeah, do you like that? That's actually quite cool. I quite like that rather. Yeah, great yeah, aunt. See, no, great you, aunt. I need to yeah, be wearing lace. No, 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 no. <laughs> great. You're not like, you're not, any, you're not a great anything. You're a great singer. 
I'm not a great anything. No, you're not. You, you can't call Neve Kavanagh a great aunt. Oh no, I know. No, you're the young soul, Neve. I love Granty though. Granty's kind of cool. It is a bit cute. Yeah, not gonna that lie. That is cool. I like I know. it. I mean, I'm, I'm not keen on the fact that I'm that old, but anyway. Oh, um, we, we want massive follow up. <laughs> oh, we do. Massive and follow up. Nothing but love and support here for you and your niece. Yeah, well done. Well done, you. Dear Grode and Neve, Grode, I went to see you in Vicker Street. They always start off with your show. Well, to be fair. And I swear to God, I never laughed as much in my life. There you go. It was just so funny. so funny. I was actually sore afterwards. <laughs> Not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> you got what you, got what you paid for. <laughs> Neve, no, this is really is. Neve, you are the best of us. I love your voice and your practical advice. There you go. I can just add to that, that behind the scenes, Neve is not as practical as she can. <laughs> That's very unfair. She's not, she's not practical <laughs> at all and she's vicious. <laughs> is that slander? But I will say her voice, that, her voice is better in real life. Is that slander or libel? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Anyway, I was really moved by your advice to the guy who was trying to encourage his recently widowed mother to date again. Zane. Oh my gosh, Dean, yeah. I thought that your empathy really shone through and I hope he has, oh, he has been able to repair his relationship with his mother. Well, well now you as know. You, just that you, you know, that's so good, Eve. Okay. However, I want to tell you that I did the same thing when my mother died. I am an only child and my mother died after a long illness six years ago. Oh. I'm really sorry for your loss. Uh, my father and I were not really very close, but that changed after mum died. And after two years, I had a similar conversation and encouraged him to find happiness. I don't know if he found happiness, but he found Irene. <laughs> <laughs> that is... One of the best sentences I've ever read. I don't know about you, but I can picture Irene straight oh, away. I'm in love with you, Eve. You've no idea. We mm. haven't known any stars. Bowler haircut, bitter face. Yeah, well, <laughs> a thundering bitch, apparently. Um, Irene is a mouthy, self-involved monster with a gaggle of equally awful daughters. <laughs> <laughs> they have been seeing each other for two years and just before I went on holidays I got a phone call from my father to say that he was going to propose yeah. I couldn't help myself but I said he should really think hard about it <laughs> he was annoyed and we had a cool period where we didn't speak oh, oh dear we made up and had a chat about it he thought the problem was with my inheritance did he or Irene think that anyway but I haven't even thought about that I just feel that Irene runs my father in circles. I don't know how he can be happy. <laughs> but as much as I hate to admit it, he is. My problem is I feel I am losing him to all of this. There you go. That's what's wrong here. Uh, they are making wedding arrangements and I am trying to get involved, but I feel excluded because it is the monster and the gaggle making all of the decisions. I don't know where to turn in this. The wedding is in an early November and it is all stressing me out. In other news, <laughs> in other news, I've just found out that I am pregnant with my first baby. Oh, my goodness, Aww. which is very exciting. But I feel totally distracted by this. I'm looking forward to telling my father, but wanted to wait a bit because it's very early. Apologies if I sound f selfish. I'm just feeling very lost at the moment. Eve. Oh, Eve, darling, I want to, do you know what I want to do right now? I want to just go and get That's Eve and give her a lovely hug. Just yeah. a lovely hug. Do you know what? Hormones are a killer, 
right, for a start. And I'm not saying that's where the source of this problem is, but it will be aggravating you at the moment. Yeah. Hormones, your body's going through one of the biggest changes that's going to happen to your life until menopause, and I'm not even going to discuss that. But anyway, <laughs> but what I'm really? going to say... Oh, no yeah. plans discussing it with me. Oh my God. But what I'm, all I'm going to say to you, Eve, that your, your feelings will be well heightened and then the timing of all this is quite difficult. Um, first of all, congratulations. And I really yeah. hope... I really hope, I feel very honoured that you told me before your dad. Yeah. <laughs> but no, no, honestly, Eve, and I'm not trying to make it, this is really beautiful. And I understand if it's early, you don't want to tell anybody. Yeah. And I think you're right. You know, we I waited till a bit of a 12 or 14 weeks. I think I nearly waited four or five months on the second one. <laughs> but anyway, that's a whole other conversation. But, but actually, you know, the thing is, do wait a little while because otherwise it's like the longest pregnancy in history. Yeah. You know, and for everybody. But and actually, if they're planning the, the wedding and the wedding's happening in November, it's, you know, you'll probably end up telling them before that. But, you know, the reality is it should add to the happiness. You and your father have a very special bond because, yes, you may not have been as close. Maybe you felt closer to your mum when she was alive. And then the, a long illness is very difficult. Yeah, it's very hard. Very, very hard. difficult on the partner, difficult on the children, difficult on everybody. And so you've come through that and then you found each other and found comfort with each other. And you very kindly gave him permission and, you know, encouraged him to get on with his life. Yeah. And he has chosen someone that you would rather see dead <laughs> but no I get it I get it it's it's frustrating yeah. you don't have to live with her you know maybe you're afraid it's going to be too much involved you know the thing is if this is your father's choice I'm afraid you're going to have to honour it and I yeah. feel bad for that that you don't you need to find little spaces where you can just be with him if need be you know you, just because he's marrying her doesn't mean you have to engage with her as much, right? Yes. The reality is she doesn't, she's not your mother, nor will she ever be, no. right? Um, the best approach you can have now is to try and disengage emotionally from that situation because you need to protect yourself and don't be getting the stress. If they want to do all the wedding, then that's fine. You're probably, your father's probably thinking the same. <laughs> Thank yeah, God he I, doesn't I, have to do anything, you know, and, and so... Why don't you make special arrangements with your dad? Let them organise themselves. But why don't you do nice things with your dad separately about it and be excited? And then in time, maybe Irene will settle down once she's married. I don't know. doesn't really matter. You, you can't really change that. And if this is his choice, this is his choice. Yeah. I think it's a few things, right? Okay. Firstly... I, agree, I totally agree with what you said there. You don't need to engage with Irene Not or the gaggle. overly so. And this... I, I think it's important to say up the front, none of them are going to replace you. No. You are his daughter. Ever. Ever. He's known you since you were a dot. Yeah. So there is no, you shouldn't feel like your relationship is under threat here with yeah. your father. Okay. And I think what's happening here as well is I think that you're an only child. So, you know, Fairly you're young. used to having the the full attention of your mm. dad and your mom when she was around and, and, and things are changing a little bit. I do think I think it's interesting that he thought it, the problem was the inheritance and I hope that he has I guess made that clear as to what Well a will is very important uh, Yeah, Money is always a problem uh, Yeah it's always going to be a problem and uh, you know you're an only child It's uh, you are entitled to, to that conversation but I think by the re by reading of this, it has been the conversation has been had. Yeah, I think what you need to do is remember that the wedding the wedding is always about the bride yeah, unfortunately Unfortunately It's and 
bridezilla on our little lizards are <laughs> this is going to be their day let them and I think leave them off what you could do I think in the run up to the wedding is get your dad a nice present go out and get him like a nice set of cufflinks or something yeah something personal and for you yeah something really personal and just write a card tell him how much you love him and that you're happy for that him that you're happy for him and thank him for everything he's done for you and that you are so excited uh, for this next chapter in his life and that you wish him well and, and you'll always be with him. And, and understand that, you know, you're about to give him the best gift that he'll ever have. Yeah, which is your approval. And also mm. the baby. Don't now, make him choose. No, don't make him choose. The other thing that I would say, right, now, I've never been pregnant. Okay. I've had a few scares. I can help. Funer <laughs> <laughs> misses me. Funer misses <laughs> But what I will say is <laughs> we've okay. all taken a risk, Nate. We've all taken a risk. I, what I would do is I would tell him about the baby. Even though it's early. Just you and him. Just you and him. And you could do it maybe when you're giving him his present and his card and having this nice moment and go, look, mm -hmm. I don't want to do this close to the wedding. But I'm just telling you now, very early. And the one that could be, I'll tell you why, right? This is always my reasoning on this. Okay, go on. Because, uh, and this was the reason when I would, you know, talk to my sisters when they'd be pregnant or something. And I would always say, you know, if in the awful event that something did happen, mm. people will find out anyway. Yeah, they will. And they don't get to enjoy it. Oh, They yeah. miss out on the bit where they get to enjoy it. So, let them enjoy it. Make it and you can make it something between just you and him, which would be really yeah. lovely. You know, you just have to announce it to the lizards. No, and you can say to him, "Look, I'm not really telling anybody, but you know, you're my dad, and I love you, and you know, because you get married, I don't want it to kind of land in on top of that, you know. And if I see him a little emotional at times, which might excuse any kind of I want to kill them, people. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you know, and then if you see me at the reception with a steak knife up to Irene Strong, <laughs> just it's all hormones. All hormones. <laughs> there isn't a jury that'll convict you, but. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds No, yeah, I, you see you're only getting one side here now. Limited information, <laughs> but she sounds awful. I just the best sentence I've ever read and out. The the best. <laughs> <laughs> but I you know, I'll be honest with you, Eve. There's a lot more positive than negative here. Yeah. And you know, I'm I'm so excited for you and I really pray that everything's gonna be good for you and that it'll go through well. The more stress you put yourself under now, so just absolve yourself of that and just enjoy yeah. your relationship with your dad. Just because he chooses someone else, you don't have to you don't have to look at her as anyone else that makes your dad happy. If he feels happy, it may not be how you would yeah. want it for him, but seriously, you can't make those choices for the Anything people. Anything that makes your dad happy after what he's been through oh is worth gosh. its weight in gold. Yeah, right? even if she is a Harridan. Even if she's a wagon. Mm. The other thing I will say is that you've done the hard bit yeah. in all of this. You have. Like, the, the stuff that we're telling you is this is all easy. This yeah. is all just the cherry on the cake. Yeah. Like, the fact that you had the... I guess the cool period with your dad and you didn't mm. speak and you've resolved all that and you've chatted about it. Like yeah. that's all the hard stuff. Everything else now is about minding you. It's all about gravy. It's just gravy. Yeah. And it's you're just being a little bit lost in the sauce. And I think But you've done everything right so far. Make it yeah, absolutely. So everything. there's no reason to think you won't do everything right going forward. Yeah. And I think the present, the card, really clear how you feel about him. Yeah. You're his girl, daddies and girls. I know. You know. I know. I know it's 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 precious and it's yeah. and it is what it is. I, I, I honestly believe, 
you know, there's something beautiful about a handwritten card. Yeah, it's lovely. It, and especially if it's not something that you do on a regular basis. I mean, you know, it's just a moment or it's out of the blue, not even for a yeah. specific thing. You know, honestly, if you are already ahead of the game, as Garod says, because you've already done the hard bit. Yeah. You know, so you've had so the conversation, you've said what you need to say, but you can't keep saying it. It doesn't make it less true for him. It doesn't make it. She may turn out to be a mistake, but that's up to him to discover that. Yeah. You know, and, and stop now. Take yeah, the, yeah, I wish you could see Grove's face nice. here now. I swear to God. Nice that was a mistake. Yeah, but you know. Let's see that bitch's face crumple. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's right. A handwritten card. Handwritten I, card. I, I must go back to that because that was one of the reasons I bought me stamp. Oh. I'm sick of writing cards. Just don't fucking laminate my card. <laughs> the next card I get you is going to be laminated. No. And it's, going to, it's going to be signed oh. with a stamp. <laughs> I won't be able to open it because it's bloody laminated. <laughs> Oh my gosh, be careful what you wish for. Eve. But no, seriously, and uh, you know, keep yourself well, keep away from the stress and don't be don't be stressing about this. Your dad loves you, you love your dad. That's all that matters. The fact that he's marrying someone that you wouldn't necessarily choose, yeah, that's not not important. It isn't no. really. You know, he you know, unless you feel that there's some sort of neglect or abuse going on. The only thing that's difficult about in all of this mm. is that she won't be able to drink at the wedding. <laughs> Eve, I bet you didn't think I'd, about that. I mean, she was probably feeling good about herself right up until that moment. You just depressed now, her. I'd have to be absolutely wanker drunk to get through that time. <laughs> but she, you know, but she, look, you know, you'd be grand. Mm -hmm, yeah. Can you take Valium when you're pregnant? <laughs> Do you know, it's a funny thing, actually. Sometimes when you're pregnant, you become very serene. Do you? Yeah, you do because your your body is well. First of all, they're sucking all the best bits out of you for a start because you, you put all the nutrients into your baby. But actually, you do become quite chill. It's, uh, there's a period. I don't know when it is. It's like the, maybe the second trimester when you're kind of the worst of the. Oh my God, my your body's gone through cataclysmic change to get there. And then there's okay. a kind of a a period where you you're kind of you know just growing the baby and it's all very chill. And then, like, then you get to the point where, please let this be over, like, near the end. Usually you're knackered oh, and you can't you uh, But there's a period it, in the middle that seems Is that quite, when you're nesting? Yes, yeah, not a nesting. It's like... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and, and, and wanting to basically, please let this be over. You know, this whole thing. Now, I, I quite enjoyed my pregnancy, so, it was, you know, it was fine. But, um, but they are long. <laughs> they are long. And, you know, and, and the thing is, but there is a period where you're quite... Usually, as long as you're well, to be fair. But there is a period where you get quite chill and zen and feel like you're Mother Earth or something. I don't know what oh, wow. happens. It's very strange. Very nice. It might not be true for everybody, but it certainly was true for me. So I'm hoping that that's coming for you because you might need it. Something to look forward to. Okay. It's always lovely to talk to yeah. you. It's always an absolute blessing. Um, our merch is on sale. Oh my God, I'm so excited for the merch. You, if you would like to subscribe on Headstuff Plus, we would greatly appreciate it. Oh yes, because the more subscribers we have, we might be able to upgrade the merch into hoodies. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I, I, want, Rance hoodies. I want Agony Rants hoodies. Agony Rants hoodies. <laughs> um, Agony Rants at gmail.com if you want to get in touch. We would love your stories Please. and your problems. Mm -hmm. And we will endeavour to solve as many as we possibly can. Yeah, and the good thing about merch is it makes very good Christmas presents. I know it's very early stuff, but the Christmas but thing. It's never too early, means. No, 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 no. It's only about three paydays. I know. There is a new episode of Vintage Rants out this week, oh. isn't there? I yes, think. I think so. I think. Well, it's every it second way. Thursday. We have. Yeah, if I it's know. not this Thursday, it's next Thursday. We're confusing everybody. <laughs> but the thing is, so far, there's about three of them out. <laughs> <laughs>
And yeah. they are amazingly funny. They're so much fun. Yeah. I absolutely love them. You, you, um, be, you should be feeling a lot of FOMO if you're not subscribing. Yeah, and I think what we're going to do is we're going to have a little vintage rant glimpse. Oh, yes. But only like a tease. You know, it's yeah. like a burlesque. <laughs> we'll chat to you next week. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.